Welcome to the Travel and Adventure Photography School podcast. This is episode 55, and I'm your host, Robert Massey, a photographer based in Calgary, Alberta. Thank you so much for choosing to tune in today. This podcast is part of the educational arm of my photography business, Robert Massey Photography. We focus on crafting beautiful images of people outdoors doing what they love. If you want to find out more about us, check us out on Instagram at Robert Massey Photography, and you can check us out online at robertmasseyphotography.ca, which is also where you can find the show notes for the podcast. Now, let's get into this show. February is typically a difficult month for most people in Canada. It's cold and dark and snowy, and we've been hibernating for quite a while now. At this point in February, a lot of people seem to be missing their get up and go. I know I am a little bit right now too. I got hit with a pretty interesting week that will leave me laid up for quite a while. I was diagnosed with a blood clot in my left leg after excruciating pain there for about five days, which means blood thinners for at least the next three months and lots of rest until the pain in my calf subsides and I can walk properly again. It also seems to have done something funky to my knee, so yeah, we're going to be dealing with things for a while here. And since this is my second random clot with seemingly no discernible reason, there is a chance I'll be on blood thinners for the rest of my life, which is an interesting thing to think about, as blood thinners do leave you at higher risk for certain things that are almost unavoidable when you're out adventuring and exploring, such as like when you crash into things or when you get cut and stuff like that. So yeah, anyway, it's been an interesting week for me to say the least, and all this sitting and resting has given me time to think about some things that I usually don't. Primarily, Because when I'm not shooting or working, I'm typically running, working out, or just out exploring. I don't really tend to stop. And this injury has forced me to stop and slow down, and has given me some time to look at my own creativity. And to think about the past times where I've hit creative burnouts. Now, they happen to every creative from time to time, and they happen more than most would like to admit. Especially when creativity is your bread and butter, it's what you do for work, it's what you're around day in and day out, burnout is actually a huge problem and a huge risk and like just not having a love or a joy in the thing that you enjoy creating. So while I've been stuck on the couch, I was thinking about the things that get me to break through a burnout phase. And I want to share some of what has worked for me with you today. So let's get right into it. The first thing that I do is actually to put my camera away and stop forcing it. If I'm feeling creatively burnt out, my gut reaction is to try to force myself to shoot through it that it'll just come back to me if I just keep shooting and taking more photos. And that is never the case. Now, if I have a paid gig, then of course my camera is coming out. But in my downtime or time where I would typically just go and create, I decide against photography. I'll go for a walk with my wife, go out hiking with no gear, just get out of the house with no intentions of shooting and just intending to experience the world around me without a camera. This typically helps to reset everything because there's no pressure to create, just a chance to relax and be in the moment. Now, rather than waiting for burnout to hit you, you could actually schedule in moments where you don't take your camera places with you, even if you normally would. You're like, oh, there might be this great photo, but just don't. Try to leave your camera behind and not have to always be taking photos, and this will really help you moving forwards to avoid burnout. Now, on that same note, you got to find time for breaks while you're working. If you're in the middle of a shoot and struggling or editing and struggling, take a quick break. Now, this is easier on some shoots than others, I know, but if you can, it could really help. There are a ton of studies that show even a 20-minute walk outside or on a treadmill stimulates your brain's creative functions, which, in a creative field, is so awesome. We get to walk, and it builds up our creative functions. What better could we ask for as adventurers? 
I try to make sure I step away from my computer every half hour or so for two to three minutes just to give my eyes a small break because I can really start getting um, screen-related headaches really easily. And then every few hours, I take a longer half-hour break and do nothing screen-related or brain-intensive. For me, this typically means going for a walk or a quick run or doing a workout. For you, it can be whatever helps your brain feel reset and ready to go, but these breaks are essential to your creativity and productivity. Now, if you're on a shoot and you can't take very long, which is definitely going to happen, try to get at least a couple of minutes for yourself. I always structure in a point, typically somewhere in the middle to three quarters range, where I get everyone to drink some water. And I go over to my bay, clean my lens, or do something else that involves little to no thinking for just two minutes. This allows my brain to reset and to be able to get back to crafting new images. Plus, it gives everyone a little bit of downtime and your clients will likely love that as they had the opportunity to breathe and everyone can come back happy and refreshed and ready to go. Now, if you go longer than two minutes, they start to get a little bit irritated because you're cutting into their time, which makes total sense. But no one I've run into seems to have an issue with a quick two-minute water break and just a chance to kind of lean back against something, relax, not have your face in a camera all the time. Just everyone seems to appreciate those two minutes. So take it for yourself and don't feel stressed not to because really... Part of the reason these people are hiring you is your expertise in creating a valuable experience for them. So give them a little bit of a break during it. All right, moving on to another thing that I do, which is to pick up something else creative entirely. Now, I find sometimes I need to get my creative juices flowing through other creative activities outside of that photography. This gets my brain doing creative things without having to force it to take photos. One night I had a product shoot to do, but couldn't get myself into it. I was hanging out in the studio and just like, I can't, I can't do this. And I had a few days to produce the photo, so I wasn't too worried. So instead of forcing it that night, I sat and drew for about an hour until something struck me. Then I hopped right back up and got back into the studio and started producing images. It was fantastic. So I draw frequently. It makes it for a great wind down before bed to get myself feeling really creative. And your thing doesn't have to be drawing. You could try knitting, woodworking, painting, adult coloring books, home decor, pretty much anything that feels created to you that is unrelated to your work and your photography. I know some people would be like, oh, I can use this chance to build whatever thing, like a new piece of a reflector or a new scrim or something like that. Don't do that. Totally avoid your photography with this creative piece and it'll really help you feel more in touch with your photos after you've done this. All right. Another thing that you can try is to pick up a new personal project. Sometimes we can manufacture a creative rut for ourselves by shooting the same type of things repeatedly. If you see yourself always taking landscape photos or portraits or whatever it is, and they're starting to feel tedious, you are likely creating a rut. And this leads very quickly to burnout. Now, to avoid this, try choosing a personal project to capture photos of. Think like a photojournalist telling a story. What story around you do you want to tell? Look for something that has meaning to you and your life and try to capture it. One of my personal projects is capturing hints of famous Calgary places that I feel still tell you what that space is, but it isn't apparent. It's more like abstract travel photography. This is a total diversion from what I usually shoot, so it really challenges me as a photographer to create worthwhile shots. I don't tend to do a lot of architecture photography, and I definitely don't do abstract. So doing like abstract architectural travel photography is really far out there for me but it gives me a really unique perspective on a city I know incredibly well. For another example of somebody picking a personal project like this is I have a friend in the UK who was doing this really cool project with his town's museum. They were recapturing old images of the community and its architecture based on old photographs and drawings. Now, this isn't that unusual in itself to recreate an old photograph today to show the difference in a place and how it has changed or not. So what he did to make his project personal for himself 
was to do it all with silver plate photography using a restored camera from the 1800s. This made for such an interesting and exciting display because you can see the original shots, lots of them on silver plates or wet plates themselves, beside a modern picture of that same exact spot on a silver plate. And it really changed the way that project would look and I just, I loved it. I thought it was absolutely a fantastic idea. So think outside that standard storytelling box and don't be worried about if it will look good on Instagram or anything like that or what people are going to think about it. You may never share this project with anyone. And that's fine. And if you do share the project, that's great. Or it might lead you down a new photography path. Who knows? But if you pick a personal project that is there just because you care about it, I think you'll really find that it's going to inspire your creativity quite a bit and really make you fall in love with photography all over again. All right, another thing you can try when you're starting to feel a little bit pulled back from photography is to reach out to other creatives. Now, one of the hardest things about being a photographer can be the amount of time you spend working alone or working with other people who just don't necessarily understand your craft. I know I spend a ton of my year sitting behind a computer on my own editing and writing. Sometimes I just need to talk to another photographer or get together with someone and go shooting together. Obviously doing that right now may be a bit dicey depending on where you live and the various restrictions that are there. But even if just reaching out and having a conversation with a fellow creative can really help break that photography block and get you back to crafting. So some of the ways you can try this is just reaching out to someone you've met before, someone in your community, reach out to them via text message, give them a phone call even. People still do talk on the phone occasionally, imagine that. Um, and if you don't have any fellow creatives in your sphere, try reaching out via Instagram or Facebook to someone in your area that you really admire and haven't talked to before. You really could build up a valuable connection that really helps your photography grow now and moving forwards. All right, moving on to my last piece of advice, and I offer it with some reservations. So take it as you will. But go and read a photography book or two or three or four, and not one that will teach you something about photography, but one that is using photos to tell you something. So you're really looking for photo stories and photo essays of entire areas or of adventures or anything like that. You don't want to be learning something directly about photography, but you want to have the chance to absorb how this person told this story through photos. And don't just flip through that book, but take time to absorb each of the images in it. What was that photographer conveying? Why did they choose to use precious page space to include that image? How does it make you feel? Take time to understand those images. This can be a spectacular way to break through a creative barrier and see what other people are crafting and how. I love to look at photos from totally different photographers than I am, but who still capture similar subjects and see how they are doing it. A lot of the time, this really helps me see new creative angles on the world and new ways of capturing subjects that I've captured over and over again. Now, the reservation I have with this suggestion is pretty simple. There are certainly times when I am not enjoying what I'm producing as a photographer and looking at other people's work can make me feel worse about my own. So if that starts happening to you, stop looking at the books. Comparing yourself isn't learning, it's just torture. Comparing yourself to other photographers doesn't help you grow. In fact, it's probably going to inhibit your growth process. So step back and try one of the other avenues suggested here if you're trying to get back into your photography and then come back to these books once you feel more confident and ready again. And that's it. Those are some of the things I do when I feel my creativity is waning and I need to avoid that burnout or break out of it. Do you have anything you do? Let me know on Instagram. I love chatting with folks. So send me a message about what you do to avoid burnout or really if you're in the middle of burnout, anything around this, let me know. Let's have a conversation about it. It's really important to talk, especially when we're feeling creatively stunted. You can send me a message 
at Robert Massey Photography or at Travel Adventure Photo School. And if you're wanting the chance to see what we talked about in this episode or go back and take some notes or you didn't get the chance to take notes because you're out adventuring while you're listening to this, then you can find all of the episode show notes online at robertmasseyphotography.ca slash show notes. A link to those show notes will be in the podcast description as well. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope that this suggestions really help you break out of your creative ruts or help you identify burnout when it's coming or just give you some way to build something new for yourself. All right. Get out there and adventure. Bye for now.